Ditch the fairy tale, princess. It's time to step outside the status quo and blaze your own trail. The path littered with setbacks, successes, and newfound passions. Why? Because when you break away from the script, you start to pursue a life by choice. One that is all yours. Live unscripted and rewrite your life. Welcome back to the show. I'm so excited to have Izzy back for another episode, teaching us all the things we need to know about our website, personal brand website, but also a podcast website. If that's still something on your heart, on your mind, whether you're looking to start your own podcast, or if you have one like me, maybe that you're ready to rebrand because, well, life's evolved and you want to share new things. You want to talk to new audiences and heck, well, maybe just because. So Izzy, welcome back to the show. How are you doing? I'm so good. Thanks for having me back here. Yeah, it was so fun to talk about business branding for the first time. But since podcasts are on the rise right now, it's this is a really great topic to touch on. So hopefully we can share some great tips for everybody. I know. And we've been working, collaborating on some things for the upcoming launch of Start Your Damn Podcast course, where I take you from idea to launch in less than four weeks. And I'm so excited to have your insight and your input into this course, but also to kind of walk alongside me to help get this out there because you have shown me and reminded me and taught me so much as to what's important for not only a a personal website when growing your personal brand, but then the important things that we're going to cover in today's episode around uh, the three must-haves for your podcast website that often people forget. And then what is podcast branding, right? We need to know what does that look like? Is it different than regular personal branding? And then we are going to give you five tips. And by we, I mean, Izzy, uh, for podcast art. And I love being the student in this arena. And so I always love bringing on experts who this is what they do. And that's what Izzy has been doing nonstop. And her transition and journey was really awesome. So you want to paint the picture of where you were to where you are, because that is the whole story with unscripted and why I feel like we connected in the first place. So if you could just share again, you know, how you ended up doing this work, because I feel like you're so passionate about it and you're so clear on what you're here to do now that that inspires me to a obviously continue working with you, but then also just have you be a part of my world to share all the good shit that you know. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, so um, I touched on it on the last time, but basically I, I started out my leap into the real world, as people like to say, and I was working in the corporate world, um, the nine to five, and I was working for a social media um, tech company, but I very quickly realized that my values were just vastly different from them, and, and it just wasn't a good fit, and I, I felt drained, and I just didn't feel creative or like I was in love with where I was in life at that time, and so um, I transitioned out of working for them and I, I didn't have another job lined up or really any plans at all. Um, working for myself was always a 10-year goal, not like a one-year out of college goal. <laughs> but um, when I left that company, I just started freelancing while I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do. But it was during the pandemic and so no one was really hiring anyway. And so I just kept freelancing and eventually I found myself working with some really passionate hearts and entrepreneurs. And it just kind of changed my mind about what I really needed in life and what I wanted in life. And I found that um, the side of the business world that I always thought I wanted to go into, like climbing the corporate ladder and being some hotshot designer at Target or something wasn't really for me because my values just didn't align. And, and where I fell in love with the business world is that side with the heart centered people, the people who were running a business because they were passionate and because they knew they had good and value to add to the world. And, and those were the people that I wanted to help. And those were the people that I wanted to use my, my skills of branding and marketing and website design to help elevate those people so they could really get seen 
uh, by the people that could benefit their, from their services. And so um, that's where I started. And now I'm here and I just, I really leaned into branding and website design. And that's my main focus right now. And, and I'm loving it. That's so cool. What a great story. I love that. And I hope that you continue to share that part of your story, even as you grow and expand your business, because I feel like that's the missing piece. And anyone who does have a business or is looking to grow or scale anything, even if it's personal stuff, that's maybe not quote unquote a business, like you being able to share that transition story of where you were to where you are is the magic sauce in anything that you do. And it's what connects people to you, your messaging, your brand. So this is for you guys, even listening, if you are showing up on social and you're not feeling like you really have a clear message or you don't really know how to share your story because there's so much there, like lean into the things that you were stuck in or that were frustrating or like an experience that you had from where you were to where you are now, right? And that's the thing that allows people to connect with you. And that is what makes your brand you. And you talked about this, about not chasing fads and not doing certain things that everyone else is maybe doing because it's hard to keep up with that. It's hard to do the things that everyone else is doing if that's not really like who you are and how you want to be showing up. So um, is there some like fr framework that you work with with people when you're trying to help them get clear on messaging or branding? Um, sp specifically with podcasting, because... I feel like the way a lot of podcasts come to, to be is that people have an idea around, hey, maybe I could do that. Or they're sitting with a girlfriend having a conversation and they're like, oh my gosh, this would have made a great podcast episode. Or there's a specific person that maybe they used to be that they want to speak to because they are now on the other side of that transition. Or they're a little bit further than somebody else and they know they could, they could you know, inspire, motivate, or help somebody. And so the way that a lot of podcasts are born is through just like ideas, hence the idea to launch, right? But in that, okay, great. We launch a podcast. We we get an idea of who the podcast is for, right? That's the piece I'm helping with. The tech, the setup, all the scary little nuances and things that hold people back from doing the damn thing. And, and then you come in, right? We want to now, we want to professionalize it. We want to make it look like something of substance. We, okay, we, we've sunk our teeth into the thing. We're doing the podcast, but now maybe we want to pitch it. Now maybe we want to showcase like our expertise and our leadership skills as a podcast of importance and why people should be listening to it. So we've gone from being scared and throwing some shit at the wall to, okay, this is what I'm doing. This is how I'm defining the podcast more or less for now. And, um, but I don't really know how to brand the podcast itself. Am I, am I, what does that framework kind of look like for you when you're helping people? And what are the things that they should focus on when they're focusing on podcast branding? Yeah, yeah. So there's definitely two sides of it. And maybe we can touch a little bit on both. But it, there's the side of people who um, they own a business and their podcast is kind of an extension of that business. Or there's the side where it's, it's just people starting a podcast. And that's the first kind of intro to this online world of business. Um, but regardless of which avenue you're in, um, branding is so important because so your brand, your when you start a podcast, that podcast is your brand. And so branding is the set of actions that you take to perceive how people feel about your podcast, right? Um, even your tone of voice when you're talking on your podcast, that's part of your branding. So anything that you do that perceives that perception of what people think of your podcast is branding. And um, when you build a podcast, part of it is you're, you're wanting to build a community. You're wanting to create um, a place where people come and listen to you. And so when you when you start focusing on your branding, you're really helping build that experience of your podcast. You're really being like, okay, 
I had this great idea. Now I'm ready to build a community around it and I'm ready to bring people in. And so um, when you're at that place where you're, where you started podcasting, you're like, okay, now I'm ready to really to start to grow it. Branding is going to help you continue to just build that community because um, a big thing right now in 2023 that we're going to see a lot more of is building an experience. It's no longer just okay to just kind of show up and put your stuff out there people want more than that. People want to see an experience. And so if you have, you know, a logo, some colors, some podcast art, um, a social media platform uh, for your podcast, like maybe you have an Instagram that's just for your podcast. When you have a website, that's all about your podcast. You're building these experiences so people can leave your podcast, look into you more, um, and really just get a whole sense of what your podcast is, what the mission is, um, who you are. And so um, every time you work on your branding, you're really just helping people to gain more experience around your podcast and get more out of it than just a little audio recording that they listen to once a week. You really want to build the, the, the full experience for them. That's amazing. I love that you put it in that way because you're right. People do want more. They want more of a connection piece to it. And then if they are intrigued by the audio piece of listening to your your story or something that you shared, they want to go get to know you more and on a deeper level. So by having these extension pieces of your business, yes, it's true. You can grow a business without a website. Facts. Plenty of people do that. But if you want to create that full experience where people can go immerse themselves in what you know, who you are, what you have to offer... You want that extension piece of a website that's thoroughly thought out that looks and feels like you so they can really understand like what they're investing in, whether it's just their time, their money by buying something from you eventually, whether it's a course, a program, um, coming to book a service with you, no matter what kind of business that you do, maybe even being a potential guest on your show um, or you on their show, they want to get to know you. um, So there's that value exchange of whatever time, money, energy, all the things. So you're so right. And I'm glad you kind of called it out like it is, because that's true. We, we, we're looking to go deeper with people and, and not so surface and, you know, just the little mainstream stuff. So I love that you touched on that. And I love that you mentioned both a podcast can be the start of something brand new. So having that be an open door to some possibility or opportunity opportunities down the road by just starting the podcast and talking about the things and maybe bringing in guests that get you excited that you know people in your world would want to connect with also that's a beautiful way to start to build community to eventually have a platform of a warmed up audience slash community that is willing to invest in you at some deeper level whether that's at a live event or you're running anything but again I think it can be either or or both right maybe you maybe you already have a business and you want to start something completely new that's off the cuff that has nothing to do with your current business right so I was a hairdresser still currently am I started speaking to hairdressers, but now I'm rebranding, speaking more to people who are going through a transitional phase in their life. Uh, the unscripted version of that like speaks to my transition, but then also the thousands of people I've had on the show talking about their transitions, you being one of them, right? You just painted that beautiful picture for us. People want to see what's possible. And so for anybody listening, if you feel like there's little things you could skip on, yeah, you could, but you're going to give a watered down version of yourself. You're not going to allow for people to really get to know you when you share a little bit more of who you are through these other platforms, like your art and the podcast uh, website. So, yeah, so this, these three tips that I have right now are mostly going to contain to your website. And, and again, um, these can be for both websites. So if you already have a business website, because you have a business in your podcast, and it is an extension of that business, these would be great for that as well. Or if um, you're just starting a podcast, and you just have a one to two page 
website. Um, these are going to be great tips for that too, just to make sure that when people go to find more information about your podcast on the web, um, you have a great landing page where they can get all the information. And these are three things that people often forget or don't prioritize when it comes to putting your podcast on your website. Okay, so the first thing that is a great tip for both of these, but especially, especially if this is just your first website um, for just your podcast, is you want to have photos of you. And people forget that. But when people are listening to your podcast, um, they don't have that face. You know, there's no there's no person visual necessarily behind it unless they're watching your podcast. But um, so then when they go to your website, give them some personalization. Let them know who's speaking. Let them know um, who, like you're trying to build a community and you want this community to be around you. And so have yourself um, your setting, um, maybe a little video of you on your website so people can, can really start to connect your picture with your voice that they've been listening to. Okay, so then the other one that sometimes people forget is put your best episodes on your website. Um, and so I like to think of it as if someone were to land on your website or if someone were to ask you and say like, hey, um, I'm new, I don't know where to start with your, with your podcast, what episodes would you recommend to them? Help lead that journey so they have a great journey. So if they, if, you kind of get to guide their listening experience. Have those first three episodes that you want them to listen to, first five, first six, whatever it is, have them on your website um, so that you can kind of guide their experience and make sure that they're hooked after the first few episodes. And so um, definitely list out, you can call it, you know, featured episodes, you can call it most popular, um, whatever it is. And it, whether it's just some of your best conversations or whether it's your podcast that really tells your story and you want them to start there, have those things on your on your website. And then the last thing um, is a contact form, right? And this is this goes for both case, both scenarios again. If if this is your business with a branch of a podcast, or if this is just your podcast website, um, make it so easy for people to contact you, right? You never know if someone listens to your podcast and now they want to be a client, or someone's like, "Wow, I think that you would be great on my podcast," or someone's like, "Hey, I think that I could add these really this really high value conversation to your podcast," and they want to contact you. Don't make it hard for someone to reach out and talk to you about your podcast. So have a little contact form on your website. So those are three things that sometimes people forget, but I think when you have a podcast, those three things can really add value to your website. Love that. Those are such easy takeaways that you guys can work on right now. And booking a branding photo shoot was something I did when I rebranded my podcast because it felt so, I had so much vision or clarity around my vision of what I wanted for that. So it was easy to go into that shoot with intention, knowing that I would get, you know, one of those looks would be the one, right? And then matching that with my colors and my fonts and the, the visual of like the vibe I wanted to feel in that. Um, thank you for helping me figure that one out too. And the last thing that we want to share on this episode are the five tips for your podcast art, right? So we just kind of touched on that with the photography bit, but you see so many different thumbnails for podcast art and or YouTube cover type of stuff. So how is somebody even supposed to figure out, is this just based off of the branding work that they did maybe with you or on their own beforehand? Or how does someone figure out the right cover art? 
Yeah. So this one's really interesting for podcasts. So in a normal business world, your logo is really like the most identifiable part of your business. But when you have a podcast, all of a sudden this tiny little thumbnail is like the most identifiable part of that podcast. And so you kind of have to rethink it a little bit. I mean, it, having a logo is still great for a podcast, but having your podcast art is almost a little bit more important in this in this situation, which, which is shocking coming from a brand designer. Um, normally I would never say that, but um, it's kind of the, the, the truth with podcasts and the trend. And so um, I'm guilty. I know a lot of people else are of just going on Spotify and browsing through. And if you don't, if you don't feel connected to that podcast art, you're not going to listen to the podcast. Even if, even if the description is great, there's some type of connection that has to be formed through that little tiny thumbnail that people are like, oh yeah, this looks like the vibe I want to listen to. And so these are five tips that you can think about when you're making that podcast art. The number one thing is to make it unique. If you make your podcast art just like so-and-so the influencer, um, it's going to blend in with all the other thousands of podcast art that are out there, and that's not going to help you. And so you really want to make sure that somehow you make it unique so that you stand out and you show your, pers your personality. Um, okay, the other one is less is more. People always want to jam everything into their podcast art, um, their name, their title, a phrase, maybe where their podcast is hosted, all these things. But the more you clutter it, the less people are actually going to read. And so I think it's almost better to just have the name of the podcast, the name of you, or um, just the name of the podcast. I mean, it really depends, but have less and people will actually read more because if it's cluttered, they're not even gonna, their eyes aren't even gonna allow them to really take away that much information. Um, the next one is to capture your tone. This is really important. You want your podcast art to match what type of podcast you are um, and what you're gonna be sharing, right? I think I said it earlier, but if you're a humor podcast, that needs to come across in your podcast art. If, if you talk about money, um, that needs to come across. Or, you know, there's all these different avenues. If you're a spiritual podcast, make sure your podcast art matches that tone. And so you don't want to create a disconnect. You don't want people to click on your podcast art and then listen to the first episode and be like, this is not what I was expecting at all. You need it to match and you need to build that, that connection between podcast art and you're actually the content you're actually sharing. Okay, this one is what we kind of touched on already, but readability. Readability is so important. And I already touched on that again, but I'm touching on it again because it is that important. Your text needs to be readable. I know that cursive fonts are really in right now. I know that thin fonts are really in right now. But if I can't hold my phone up from like the end of my arm, if I can't read it, it's not going to work. And so you need to pick fonts. Uh, you need to pick your layout. You need to pick everything that's going to make it readable because um, that's the whole point of having the, the title of your podcast on your podcast art. You want people to be able to read it. And so um, if you have if you have a little tagline and you can't read it, just get rid of it. It's probably not that important to have it on the podcast art. You can say it when they actually listen to your podcast, but um, if it's not readable, just take it off because no one's going to be able to read it anyway. And so then you can clear up space for things that you actually want people to read at first glance. The last one, and this one is also very important, is just be consistent. Um, that's the whole key with everything when it comes to branding is that you want to be consistent. You want to have whatever your podcast art is, you want that look 
to be the same across all platforms. That look should should blend into your, your Instagram. That look should blend in seamlessly to your website. So that way, when someone goes from, okay, they open up Spotify every day, they see a little podcast are now all of a sudden they're excited to, to be part of your community. They're excited to learn more. They go to your Instagram. They should immediately know that you are the same person. They should be able to look at your podcast or look at your Instagram and be like, yep, this is the same. Go to your website. Yep, this is the same. There shouldn't be a question like, oh, did I type in the wrong website? Did I, is, are there two different people with the same name? Do not have them question that. Make it really easy. Be consistent. Show that same style across all platforms so people constantly know that you're the one speaking to them and the information is coming from you. So those are my five best tips for podcast art. Beautiful. Okay. So you you guys just got a masterclass in your ears, whether you're going for a walk this morning or tonight or whatever, whenever you're listening to this podcast, I think I want to always just bring you the most amount of value. So you can go from getting stuck in your head to things being a lot more simple uh, and, and doable than you think. And that again is why this course is being created. Why Izzy's on here today, sharing all of these tips with you so that you can make sure that if you're doing the work, you're doing it correctly. So all of this will be in the show notes. I'm going to just type this all out because I think the three must haves you can't forget on your website or that people don't, you know, put as front and center. Um, we went over those, those were, um, photos of you, maybe even a little video of you. I thought that was really, really cool. And then Put your best episodes up. I love that. I think I have just all of my episodes up. I'm going to go back on and help create a journey for anybody new because probably anyone who's already found my podcast isn't hanging out on my website like they would have in the very beginning. So I think creating a journey of what episodes are my favorite or recent favorites that I would want them to dive into and just kind of binge listen to, that was a great takeaway for me. And then obviously the contact form for sure, because I've had some amazing people reach out and want to be on the show that I really wouldn't have found otherwise. So thankfully I had that piece where they could connect with me on. Um, and then the tips for the podcast art, I think sometimes we want to go with what feels good, but also not thinking of what's going to convey the message of our show. So I love that you talk about, if it's funny, make the picture funny. If it's about money, make that be known. Um, I think other things might be a little bit more difficult. So then focus on the other four. If you can't control maybe one of the four or five, um, and definitely the less is more. I notice that I get frustrated if there's smaller script that I can't read. Cause I'm like, I want to be able to read it, but I can't read it, which makes me even more mad than if there was something on there. So that was something I had to work through with mine because I like to say a lot of words, but that's not where it's, it's meant to go. That is just meant to connect with somebody uh, in the three seconds that they find it, probably half a second they get to decide. Um, also, you know, you can be creative, but being consistent along all your platforms, it's what's really going to not only elevate you as the expert, it's going to showcase that you have credibility and are consistent and people love consistency because that builds trust. Um, and when people know what they're coming to you for, that also builds that likability and they know what they're coming or get to come back for on a regular basis. So these are all such amazing things that you guys can think about, look at when you are figuring out what your next course is, what, whether it's just branding or whether it's branding for a podcast, um, these should be really helpful things that you can kind of pick apart. If you need any help, I highly recommend reach out to Izzy. See if you can book a call with her. You can always message her and DM. I'm sure she'd love to chat with you more. But if you had any awesome takeaways from today's episode, it would mean the world if you tagged us, shared it on social, give Izzy a little shout out. Um, a lot of times we know all of these things, but we forget. We get lost in the excitement of a new brand or starting a new business that we skip some steps in order to like try to get the things out there. But 
if you've already put everything together, it's a great time, beginning of the year, go back, look at what you have. Have you checked all these boxes? Are you doing the things that are going to help people find you, connect with you and really grow and scale your brand the way you want it to, right? Because we're done, like you said, just putting random stuff out. People want to have an experience that they get to connect with you on. And this is uh, all amazing ways that they can do that. So Izzy, where can we find you on social? I know you have Instagram as your, your contact, but uh, where else and how else can they get a hold of you? Yeah, definitely come come chat with me on Instagram. I'm at IzzyWaitDesign. Um, that's where I probably spend the most time. So if you want to get in contact, send me a DM. I love chatting with people over there. Um, or you can just go to my website. It's IzzyWait.com. And there I have a full list of my services, some more information about me. Um, so if you're interested, um, go there. I also have a freebie if you are trying to start a new new business, new podcast, whatever it is, I have a free branding starter guide that also comes with a Canva template. And so it can kind of walk you through what we just talked about and give you some more guidance to build a brand. So you can stop questioning so much and you can just do it and get it out there. So um, that's on my website, but just come chat with me on Instagram. I, I love having conversations with people. Awesome. The, the freebie sounds brilliant, but it also sounds super fun. And those kind of exercises are things I like to do every couple of months, actually, because we grow and evolve. And as much as your messaging may feel really clear today, like you might be a new person diving in new experiences and things as the months and years go. So having these exercises to go back to, to really refine your mission and who it's for um, time and time again is great. And working with someone who is an expert at branding, who can help Maybe your brain looks like mine, which is like a messy purse filled with all kinds of cool shit or a whiteboard where you're taking a bunch of notes. When you work with someone like Izzy, it helps kind of unpack all of that and put things in the right order to make sure that your all of your passions and purpose come out in a clear, clarifying message that people can relate to and understand. So thank you so much for always giving us the good juju and the tips. I know these are invaluable things that people can use and take away today. Um, and you guys know my whole goal with the podcast too is you know, share my network with you. I don't, I am not a, 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 you know, branding expert. I love to help build personal brands with people, but I don't do what she does, but I know that she comes highly recommended. Therefore, I want to share her with you guys. So if you guys need any help, she's got my vote over here and we'll see you guys on the next episode of Unscripted, the podcast. I got to get used to saying that. I just love it so much. <laughs> it's so new, but it's so good. Thanks. We'll see you guys on the next one. Giving back is easy. Leave Unscripted your five-star rating and written review. I appreciate your support more than I could ever put into words. 